This episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code Samurai Pro at checkout. You with me on a cold night? You know what I'm saying? Because say what you want. This is our season. This is our season. But you live in South Florida, though. It's always warm. Yeah, see, that's how I know you've been skinny your whole life. Yeah. I don't know how long you've been in South Florida, but girls think it's cold at 78 degrees. I'm I'm in season, like, as soon as November hit, my nigga. I don't know where you've been. We're from South Florida. Half these hoes anemic. <laughs> Try if you rush me off, try if you brush me off, I see. Bad man likes calling me from unruly, girl, why be? Why be, why be, why be? Disrespect we and shatter go be, They try to say we done, pussy, we can done. We can done, we can done. Welcome back, welcome back to the first part of a new year, man. Feels good to be back, fam. Let me welcome the people. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this is another episode, the first episode of the year of the Samurai Professionals podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. Man, it's been a minute. I almost forgot. <laughs> I'm your host, Marvin, Young Saint, Cuff Daddy, Charles Flex Xavier, That Man Beyond, Dion Slanders, Petty Pendergrass. I'm not them. I'm him. Call me him Tebow, him Duncan, him the tool man Taylor. <laughs> okay. And the man to the right of me, I call Mr. Sinatra because he can only be frank with you. Oh, shit. That's a good one. How, how the <laughs> fuck? I never thought of that one. <laughs> Jesus. That was good. That was good. Mr. Never Do the Most. Mr. Coast from coast to coast. You can call me the sidekick the way I flip it. I'm old like the Sky Pager, but I'm bold like Blackberry, but sharp as a razor. Don't call me collect. Call me to collect. Mr. Booked and busy. Never free on nights and weekends. Like your Verizon plan? But you could call me your co-host. Half samurai, half amazing. It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. I think you changed your inflection on your... On your... On your... Never free on nights and weekends. Like your Verizon plan. That's how you, that's how you meant to say it. Because I caught it. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but this is one take. We doing it in one take. So <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. Hopefully I, I could catch it better on the outro. You got you. I got you. I got you. I ain't even hit you with the Aegon Targaryen. I figured like, I'm going to put that away no, till, you threw it. till it come back. Till it come back. I'm going to put it away. Well, shit, the way um, HBO tripping, we might not see it for what, another two years or some shit. It'll um, drop 2024. Because you heard that HBO is, um, they're like restructuring a few things. So a lot of the, the 
the intellectual properties related to Game of Thrones are being put on hold for now. So there were several projects supposed to come out. But since they're restructuring, I guess they're splitting up, I guess, you know, some of their major major uh, brands like DC and Game of Thrones and so forth. I don't know exactly what they're going to do, whether they're going to split up HBO Max to HBO something else. But whatever they're deciding to do is putting a hold on a lot of shit people care about. And Game of Thrones is one of them. Warner Brothers doing a whole bunch of shit over there. I, I don't have, I don't have much to say about that. But man, good to see you, man. It's been a minute. I know, I know. But we all entitled to a break. How was your break, man? My break was good. Spent it with family. Spent at home, not traveling. Last year I did a lot of traveling, so it was good to be put and in place. Um, it was, it was good. Family came in from out of town. Got to see some people that I normally don't kick it with often. I enjoyed myself. How about you? Um, me, uh, man, it was great. I started the year with COVID. So clearly I had to end the year with COVID. Um, got full sick. Circle. Yeah, man. Full circle. You know, 2022, <laughs> um, got sick, you know, uh, doctored the fuck out of myself. Finally made it. I think the sixth day after symptoms started was, was the day before Christmas. So I had at least a, a bit like, okay, I'm feeling much better. Da, da 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 I was able to be around family. I still wore my mask and everything, but still got to see my niece open her gifts, got to see the family, enjoy themselves. Mom made me a little plate to the side. You know what I'm saying? Put a little you couldn't eat with the rest of the people? Stew. I, I didn't want to, you know what I'm saying? Because I was still, because as much as I was a lot better than I was initially, I still, I had started to develop a cough toward like day seven, which is fucking weird because I didn't cough or be, con- I wasn't congested at all the entire time. And all of a sudden I got a cough. So I had to, you know, Give it up to the fam. But I had a good time. Really just glad. I love the holidays. Holidays is my favorite time of the year. My Christmas tree's still up. And it's going to be. Not taking Until it down what, right February? Now. No, 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 no. I celebrate the holidays, unlike y'all. My tree is up for the holidays. The holidays really essentially end on Martin Luther King. I don't know. Y'all, y'all, oh, y'all don't read the rules? It's not the rules. But that's because y'all, y'all celebrate the white man's holiday. I... Celebrate all the way to Dr. King's birthday. So Oh, that's how you do it. Okay. That's just me. So my tree coming down on the 17th. Well shit. Last year it, our tree stayed up to damn that Labor Day. So what you saying? Well, I mean, tomato, tomato. Um, I did see the tree in the background. <laughs> I did see it. I, I always <laughs> kept shit it to was myself. Up for a long time, wasn't it? <laughs> I thought it, I thought I taking it down at Labor Day just seemed ridiculous. It just at that point. You committed to keeping the tree up all year. You might as well have just done it. We should have just decorated for every season that passed. On Easter, should have just put eggs on the tree. It's a holiday tree. <laughs> it's not for a Labor Day, should have just put a hard hat and, a, you know, a nurse's uniform on the tree. That should have did. Could have held it down. But what's good, man? Talk to me. Any New Year goals? You don't got to get too personal. Just to make a lot of money. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I love that. Cosign that shit. Um, but to be on a more serious note, a serious goal for, for the family is to take more vacation and spend time with my wife and kids. Last year, I didn't take many vacations. I didn't make m- much time for for family, so to speak. Um, I plan on doing more of that. Uh, work-wise, I have my nephew working with me part-time. Just personally with my profession, I think it'd be amazing if I could bring him on full time and help develop his career as a consultant because he seems to be pretty interested 
and the work he's doing now for me. But to bring him under my wing and really like coach him up to be a consultant, see him grow from where he's at, because he's really young. If I would have got into it as young as he's getting into it, and I'm going to give him the game like I wish somebody gave me the game. So to watch him grow would be amazing for me. And that's just more personal than just, you know, business goal, goal-wise. Um, with F&D, we're pivoting a little bit. I mean, we're still going to be a clothing brand, but we're more so going to be a brand with a message. So the message and the people we're targeting are entrepreneurs and creators. We're trying to build platforms and uh, and kind of facilitate uh, a network for them to grow and develop. And that's one thing that when it comes to people that are creators and entrepreneurs that we want to focus on, I know I'm being very long-winded, but you asked me a question <laughs> and I'm answering. You see, I lean, I lean back away from the mic. <laughs> I'm letting you have it. I know, but you're going to let me cook, so I'm going to cook. Uh, okay. <laughs> what are your goals, Marvin? Um, I When I had asked you about your goals, I thought you was going to give me something like, you know, I'm going to try to watch less porn this year. I thought you was going to hit me with some basics. <laughs> like, No. <laughs> See, it's not often that men get asked a sincere question, and since you asked me one, I took full advantage. I, clearly, clearly, you gave me you gave me all your goals. Um, for me, for that me, wasn't I, all. <laughs> I, I mean, you, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to give you some pushback on the not spending enough time with family because I think you have you do spend a lot of time with your family. You work with family. You you work from home. I, you are a dedicated father. I see you drop off your kids, pick up your kids. You're, you're the face they see when the last face, familiar face they see when they leave your house and the first at home. You are home for your children. I want you to really understand that, especially for Miani, because you are home for her. That's why she is so excited when that. she see you. So I say all that to say you do spend a lot of time with the family. I don't want you to feel. Now, I think you you mean to say you want to make more memories with your family, more, more, more lasting memories. That's what the trips are for. I get that 100%. But I'm going to give you some right. pushback because I think you spend enough time. The one thing you focused on since 2018 is family. Okay? <laughs> 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 Nobody's more of a family man. Your wife, been, your wife has not had a year where she has not been pregnant since 2018. <laughs> I just want you to put that together. Okay? 23? Well, 2023 20, is, is going to be the year. You don't got a fucking choice. You took that choice away. <laughs> I had to. Because there was no way I was going to have another. My God. Hey. You see me? I be tired, fam. I'm tired. <laughs> hey, but now, 2023, my dog going in. New dick. Shooting a club <laughs> up. Recklessly. Living your best life. Tell him. Do you do your thing? That's the that's that's the only thing. If after all of that, and you know, letting them cut your dick and shit, that had to be the one thing you had to be like, man, I look forward to that. <laughs> like, hey, you know what? That's gonna that's gonna be all right. My heart don't skip a beat when she be like, oh, my period late. Just be like, okay. <laughs> you know what they mean? <laughs> it ain't got shit to do with me. Get your life together. <laughs> right? You got to figure that one out. I'm good. Uh, for me, man, I, I have some, some, some larger goals, but I always go by if they don't know your dreams, they can't shoot them down. You know what I'm saying? I like to kind of work in silence, but I do have some, some goals. Like I do want to be more 
organized this year. I do want to, I, I'm setting goals and I'm sticking to them. Like I'm setting deadlines and I'm sticking to them personally. I didn't stick to a lot of personal deadlines last year. Um, and a, a goal I'm going to say is I'm, I'm looking to try to purchase a home this year. That's that's one of my big goals this year. That's what's up. 2023 is, that's, that is that's if up. I'm going to share one big goal, that'll be the one big goal I share. I'm, I'm looking to purchase next year. Also, I want to marry Megan Good. I think I finally got a shot. <laughs> you should have put a pause right after you say marry. Because for a second, I was like, damn, I ain't get to meet nobody. This boy finna, he finna take the leap. Then you said Megan Good. Oh, because at like, first, oh. I didn't like how you laughed at it. I didn't like how you laughed at it. <laughs> like... <laughs> First of all, but I mean, no faith in the nigga. <laughs> well, I did. I don't. I don't. Megan Good. Now, my faith is not you get with Megan Good. That's all possible. I'm laughing at you. Think she gonna get married again? She just got divorced. She ain't trying to do that shit all over again. She already know how fucked up it could be. I'm gonna show it was real. <laughs> she gonna want you to boyfriend her for a long time. Ain't no, ain't no 2023 marriage there, buddy. That's not you don't have to be her boyfriend to like. 2027 or some shit like that. That's not a problem. It's not a problem at all over here. We'll be all right. She got, she got, she already got commitments and film and stuff like that. And I could travel. I could travel. I got. Can you keep, can you keep up with that lifestyle? Or is she going to be the one stuck paying all the bills? She going to pay all the bills? No, I'm not going to make her pay all the bills. But she is the breadwinner. I mean, I'm, I understand. I'll stay home. You know what happens when they, I'll, hey, I'll take hey, babe, your lunch on your lunch on the counter. You sure you want to do that? Because I mean, you see what happens when they pay all the bills. They feel obligated to cheat. <sighs> I mean, if you want to roll in, roll in. So recently, Gabrielle Union did an interview, and in the interview, um, like most blog sites did, they took snippets of what she said and made clickbait headlines. And one of the headlines were. Gabrielle Union saying that since she paid all the bills in her previous, her first marriage, she felt entitled to cheat. But if you read the whole article or you heard the interview, she didn't say that per se. Basically, it was a bad relationship from the jump. He was cheating on her. She was cheating on him. At one point, they was trying to one up each other with the cheating. Like, you did that well. I'm finna do something to make you hurt now. And... Overall, what she was expressing in the article was that that was a relationship that should have never gotten out of the dating phase. But somehow it did. They were too... I'm not even going to call them toxic. They were just two people that weren't right for each other because it wasn't like they were... Well, I guess it was. They wasn't doing physical harm to each other, but emotional, I guess. Yeah, it sounded like they were leaving emotional scars all over each other at, at, at that point. So would you consider them toxic? Their relationship? Fuck yeah, it was toxic. I'm cheap. There's a because I, I listened to I listened to the to the interview. I believe she was on. Uh, I want to say the guy's name is Dax Shepard. He was on. Uh, he was one of the actors on the Ashton Kutcher show where it punked. He was like one of the main first main guys. Um, but she was on with him, and one of the things she said, she said like it was. Toxic. Like she saw who he had cheated on her with, and she was like, "That? That's what you? Of here's how she looked at it. That's how you know it's toxic." She was like, 
but she's less than. You know what I mean? Like, essentially, like, this is who you're going to cheat on me with? This? So she went and cheated back. He, she finds out that he had cheated on her after their, like, a week after their engagement. He asked her to marry him over a bucket of KFC. Not a ring, not, not no super deep moment. A bucket what of KFC. What would make her say yes to that? Love. And apparently dick must have been good. I mean, we got to be honest. <laughs> Love? I don't think so. That second one you said, maybe. Good sex <laughs> will make you do a lot of stupid shit. Especially when you're young and dumb. Now, when you get a little older, you can, you got a bit more discernment. You done had a good sex before. But when you're young and dumb and your first, your first good sex, that should have fucked your whole life up. Now, what the blogs did with, um, with Gabby's comments, I find it weird how they... Uh, I don't find it too often where they do it with men, but they do it with women where they take their words and they try to make them the villain. Point in case, you have Gabrielle Union where they made her look like the bad guy when she says, I felt entitled to cheat. Not, not saying that she was cheating or they were cheating on each other where it seemed like it was reciprocal that they were doing this to each other. And now when you go, now you have people that just read the headlines and think, okay, she's a shitty person. On top of that, you had previous headlines from her and her relationship with Dwayne Wade and her relationship with her stepdaughter, Zara, where, again, it shows her Zaya. in a negative light. Zaya. Zaya, I apologize. And then it's another person they did it with. Um, Will Smith's wife, uh, Jada Pinkett. <clears throat> I remember one article where she said something about, it was something along the lines of, it was difficult for her to, to communicate with Will about sex. But the way they phrased it was that she had a bad sex life with him, that she just couldn't, she couldn't get it going with him. But when you read the article, she talked about something that was very valid that a lot of couples deal with, which is a lot of times in relationships, you're, you're apprehensive about talking about sex because you kind of just want the person to know how to please you. You kind of just want them to know that, okay, if, I see, if they see me reacting a certain way, they would know that I like it or not. And what she's saying is, that's not how it goes. I'm being long-winded again. Go ahead. No, I love everything you're saying. Hearing you talk about sex and pleasing your wife and hearing your baby scream in the background, it's just weird. I can't, I can't focus with you. <laughs> you. Okay, this is the thing. When my babies are doing stuff, like she's playing with the kazoo. While I was talking to you, I heard it, but I didn't. It's like I heard it, but didn't hear it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't hear it enough for me to dis- for it to distract me. But you, since you don't hear a kazoo every day, <laughs> when you hear a kazoo, you catch it. So now I get why you was making that face. It's like, it's weird. He's talking about this and there's a kazoo going off in the background. Got you. So she mentioned that she had to put her ego aside. And basically, even after being married from their 20s, have to communicate what they both want and what they both expect out of each other. And she says, from the moment they started doing that, things have improved. And I think that's something that more couples should do, that we aren't each other's mind readers. I, I totally agree with you. You, you, you. you stumbled upon a point that I've noticed a lot recently. So you said, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade, 
how the blogs have, you know, started to target the the women in those situation in that situation. You talked about Will and and Jada, and I I find it that when blogs decide that your relationship is no longer a uh, uh, you're no longer mm-hmm. an it couple or you're no longer marriage goals, then they decide to work to tear it down. At least, at least they always post it. They always pose it as things to tear down. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the Gabby situation. I mean, no matter what, that's what the blogs do. They're going to pick and choose the the hot button thing to say because that's going to make you. It made you click it, right? It made you stop. Like. Oh, she said she justified because she made money? Oh, let me... I, I want to see what, what made her feel that way. Because there's plenty of men who talk like that. Like, a lot of these girls who sign up to date these uh, high-valued men, men men who 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 up in the six figures, you know, six, seven, eight-figure men, whatever, um, a lot of them have a mindset of, like, as long as you're taking care of at the house, you don't got no bills to worry about. Shit I do outside of this house shouldn't shouldn't really concern you. As long as I don't bring it, what's that thing? Just don't bring it to the as long as I don't bring it to your front door, you should be straight, right? Right. Well, that's the that's the theory. Again, a lot of the times the women who say this are women who never dated a man like that. So they they're talking from outside the house. They never been in a house where they had to deal with some shit like that. But right, that's the theory. But that's the but that's the theory. So a lot of times I've just I've just come to notice that. Once, once the populace decides that you're no longer a couple to to aspire to be, once upon a time, Gabby and Dwayne Wade were goals. Once upon a time, Will and Jada were the marriage goal. Like they were marriage goals for a very when you long about time. Black, right? You know what I'm saying? When you so, talked about black couples. They were. It was Barack and and Michelle. It was Will and Jada, and then you might have thrown in uh, Stedman and Oprah, maybe. I thought I would go Jay and Beyonce. I don't know if I throw Stedman and Oprah. Oh yeah, that's Jay and Beyonce. But Stedman and Oprah been together for a long time, so that's why hey, I said that's maybe why Obama. This Obama and 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 Michelle really are fourth in that list because they came along after those. We didn't know anything about them, but you know what no. I'm saying. So once people deem that is no longer the relationship, well, it's like the blogs go out of their way to tear it down. So I'm I, I get that. Now I'm not. I'm I, I'm not necessarily mad at her for the I felt entitled to cheat when she was young like that. That's why it, it's always it's always weird to to see because that dynamic is never is never often explored. Like where the woman makes they're both young and the woman makes way more money than the guy. You don't get to see that every day. The thing is. I don't think he was broke. He's an ex-NFL player. So was he earning money at that moment? He's probably retired. He probably made his money. So I don't know if he was broke. He just wasn't working at that moment. Ex-NFL players can be broke. Like, if you're not a star, if you're not a star, you're not making that much. Probably, right? He was probably making, let's say he probably had a couple of contracts that was worth a million, but he's trying to live a $10 million lifestyle. So yeah, you, you might be right. Which happens often in the NFL, actually. Ain't no knock to that man. Wherever he is, you know, hope he's doing better. Like she said, they were both very toxic. At least I got from her that they were both toxic people. You don't, you wouldn't consider them toxic people at that time in their lives. I would say, 
Yeah, at that time, yeah, they probably grown from it. So yeah, at that time, I would consider them toxic. And much like yourself, I'm, I'm honestly not mad at them. It was just the circumstances. I was playing. That was the rules. Both of them were playing. They were playing the same game to each other. So I'm not mad at that. It it, it was what it was. I don't think the arc. I don't think the article made him or her look bad in any way. If you read the article, it was it was a woman talking about a relationship she's grown and developed from. I'm. I would like to assume he'd done the same. However, the way these blogs title the article, it does look crazy. If you notice, when it comes to those two couples that you brought up, right, the blogs always tend to take the same view. They To make the man look like about, a bitch? I was, I was going to say they talk about the woman in a way to emasculate the man, but if you want to go with make the man look like a bitch, sure. <laughs> but if you, but if tomato, you notice... Tomato. Tomato, tomato. But if you notice, that's been the thing. And there's all these like, and, and you know, I don't like to talk rumor, but they, recently we had a conversation about, you know, off mic where we talked about the rumors about Dwayne Wade being gay. And, you know, there's all of this, there's all that, that all the innuendos and things that people say about, you know, they used to, that Will and Jetta used to bring, you know, people into the bedroom and da, 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 da. So that like once... The blogs got a taste of that. It's like they go out of their way to emasculate because Dwayne Wade has to be gay because he allows his daughter to transition in the way that she has. <laughs> like that, that's that seems to be the decision that's been made. Oh, and he wears he wears black nail polish. And I've seen many a many a niggas y'all be trying to fuck with black nail polish. I seen it's a nigga facing six counts of Rico right now. Six charges from that Rico case, and he was wearing a wedding dress. No, you're right. He he had a skirt <laughs> he on in one skirt. of his videos too. Like this, like, and, and Ho still wanted to fuck him. Every 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 one of his baby mamas, they all bad. God rest, you know. God, you know. God rest it for those who aren't here anymore, because that whole situation is crazy too. But, bro, think about that shit. That shit's... I just find it interesting. I'm going to hit you with a Frankism. I just find that interesting. I wonder why you the same people in one breath will talk about, you know, equality for the LGBTQ community and everything like that. But the first chance they get to, to bring somebody down, their first go-to punch is to call him gay or to make it seem he's less than by us by insinuating he likes men. So it's like if 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 you want respect for these for this particular community of people and you're saying that they're equal to you or whatever the case may be, why is it that when you choose to insult someone, the first thing you do is label them as someone from that community? Because your premise is that they actually want that. I don't believe that. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm the one that's wrong thinking they actually want equality when really they're lying to me. No, right? no. Equality is marketable. So of course I'm going to say it. Of course when Black Lives Matter and George Floyd, of course we're going to black out our screens. Of course, man, I'm playing Call of Duty and Call of Duty had Black Lives Matter at the bottom of the screen when that shit was happening. Of course. Of course equality is marketable. And Call of Duty is the one game I've been called the N-word most. <laughs> How do they know you're black? I don't know. Vernacular. 
they they be saying it to everybody. Like if you ever watch, if you ever watch any of these streamers or anything, they get called that at least twice a day. And That's most the of them are white. Insult, huh? Yep. It's the go-to word. I gotta do better, man. But Gabby, ah, I hated to hear it from her though. <laughs> like, damn it. I'll say this before we close the topic. You were saying that couples that were once considered relationship goals mm-hmm. and that are now look differently. I would argue that there's still relationship goals because they go through a lot of trial and tribulations and they stay together. I think that's what you would want to inspire to, to be able to go through trial and tribulations with your partner and remain together. We don't need to know what they are, but to see that you're strong enough to work through them with your partner is aspiring. I agree with you. If I said I had any issue with the Will and Jada thing, because I'm glad they're more open. We've talked about it on this part where they were from that older era where, you know, you didn't know what was going on. You ain't you never even seen their house. They they may have let you on cribs, but that was a rented house that wasn't a real house. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of shit that we used to see. Now they're much more sometimes with the Will and Jada thing, sometimes I think they just invite us to, for lack of a better word, they invite us to their table a bit too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, matter of fact, I don't need to know this. Keep that shit to yourself. I, I could care less. <laughs> I really could. The only reason they invited us to those tables a couple of times, because other people who sat at that table got messy and told us about the table. So at that point, we was already trying to figure out what's going on at that table. Then they had to invite us in. So they didn't do that willingly. That was that was PR. That was cleanup. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But sometimes, I don't need a plate. It's fine. It's cool. I'll stand over here. I don't, I don't want to sit down at the table. I really don't. Now, the thing that 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 hurt me about the Gabrielle Union thing is because I don't want Megan Good to do that to me. But I'm gonna tell you right now, I can live with it. She cheated on me. I can, I, I'll stay. She can't I'll cheat stay. on with just anybody though. I'm no, pretty no, no, sure no, there's no, somebody no, no, that no, she no, can no. cheat with that or no. hurt you. No, and I that's why I would understand Gabrielle Union's point because I'd be like, hey, look, I know I ain't the sexiest dude in the world, but I'm up there. <laughs> At least I feel that way. <laughs> And you feel that way, too, because you with me. You take me on the red carpet. You know what I'm saying? You with me on a cold night. You know what I'm saying? Because say what you want. This our season. This our season. But you live in South Florida, though. It's always warm. Yeah, see, that's how I know you've been skinny your whole life. Yeah. I don't know how long you've been in South Florida, but girls think it's cold at 78 degrees. I'm I'm in season, like, as soon as November hit, my niggas. <laughs> I don't know where you been. We from South Florida. Have these hoes anemic. <laughs> Have these hoes got low blood sugar. They 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 don't take they don't take their iron pills. I'm in season come October 31st. Touche. Nigga <laughs> said, "Have these hoes anemic." <laughs> like I don't know where you been. Have these hoes cold already. They tell you how many times you done been touched with a cold hand. Like damn, fuck. Why you so cold? <laughs> That's where I come in handy. Hold me. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna manifest this. I'm gonna manifest this. This 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 is my year. This is our year, me and Megan. Matter of fact, speaking of manifesting, I'm gonna say this. Y'all know I normally don't talk about my personal business on the pod. I don't. I usually keep it, I usually keep that to myself. But 
throughout my life, it has been well documented that Angela Simmons and I have dated in the past in my head. Um, I know we started, we got together shortly after me and me and Lauren broke up. Um, Lauren London. Oh, we know that's the only Lauren we acknowledge. I mean, I'm just saying, um, but you know, when your, um, when your ex become like official on, on Instagram or become like, she started letting the world know that she got a new person in their life. What's with y'all with the tagging me, sending it to my DM? Like, hey, Marv, you seen this? Like, a lot of y'all was really with your negative energy. Nah, nah. Frank, one of them. Frank, one what of them. What did I do? Sending I it to me like, nothing. hey, you seen this? Screenshot to my phone? Like, I've had, I had more. I saw my name tagged four times in that post by different people. People sending it to my DM. I get messy. Sure. Absolutely. But on that one, I wasn't messy. Right? No, you sent it. You sent it. You sent it. You sent it, my nigga. I sent that one. My bad. Well, I didn't send it to be messy. Because I know when I'm being messy. Like, it's usually deliberate. I, I said that right. Deliberate. That's right. No, I'm proud of you. I didn't, I didn't say anything. Okay. That one wasn't deliberate. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. But fuck all y'all. <laughs> I, just, I just want to say that. I want to say that. Fuck y'all. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? She up there taking her little cute pictures and shit. That's fine. You up there being cute with your little cute little caption. Put your little heart out there. All right. Fuck you, bitch. I don't... Honestly, I don't care. <laughs> With a little lovey-dovey ass caption. Do your thing. Do your thing with your little new nigga. Cool, whatever. Why you? I, why everything she do got to be love? Why? Why? Why you can't big it up though? No, because you always you gotta you gotta make something small when you talk about people. Shit. Not with your little <laughs> with your little engagement ring. With your little your little family you got going on over there. With your little cool. job, little paycheck. Yeah, whatever you doing. You doing something with your little business. Frank, how you doing with your little business? <laughs> like that shit that shit feel away you know? you like I fuck? wish somebody would come up to me and, and try me like that I get ugly quick <laughs> niggas hit me like I know this hurt <laughs> like okay alright alright that's how that's the energy my own people people who's supposed to love me people who's supposed to love me was giving me hey I, I know this hurt damn did you see this like y'all Man, that's crazy. Thank y'all for who, those who reached out. <laughs> Apparently, y'all was really concerned about me and making me feel bad. Well, tell the listeners, you kept them on the hook long enough. Angela Simmons, what did she do exactly that hurt you? Nigga just told you she posted niggas. She out here having babies by other niggas. Who like, is the nigga? Oh, I guess so. I guess I'll say... I say the nigga name on the podcast. So Angela Simmons um, posted a picture with Yo Gotti for New Year's because apparently that's when all the hoes who got niggas just start debuting niggas you never saw. Um, nigga, isn't New Year's the equivalent to All-Star break in cuffing season? That's when you know who made the roster. That's who you know who the stars are. New Year's Day. Christmas, New Year's. That's it. That's, that's All-Star break for cuffing season right there. That's an interesting. That's an interesting take. <laughs> Didn't think about it like that. Yeah, because you make it that. Because if you get a gift, if you get a gift Christmas, 
That's that's like, hey, that's your that's your contract. Sign a bonus. Like, you know, we're gonna keep you on the rest of the season. You get a gift Christmas, right. But if you get in pictures and meeting family, nigga. See, that is huge. Cup in season. If you in cup in season and you meet in family, y'all doing it wrong. Yeah. Cause what you racing, what you racing through to meet family? Cause I, I'm not, I want to people like, I'm not introducing people to, to my family in the middle of like the holidays. No, you do that on some owl shit so the holidays feel comfortable. Like that person isn't an oddball in the room. You know what I mean? Like I would feel uncomfortable being at somebody's family function. I ain't never met them, but we are, they out here exchanging gifts. And I'm sitting here looking dumb, hands in my, hands in my hoodie, looking stupid as fuck. I'm not going to put nobody in that situation. That sounded I mean, real I've specific. That That's because I've been there. That sounded real specific I because say. I've been there. <laughs> I'm about to say, you know what? It wasn't that bad. I've been there too. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga been there just standing in the corner and she like, babe, look at this. And you're like, yeah, that's cool. It's worse when she doesn't know how to entertain. Like, it, like if they can bring you into the different circles, like if she's talking to people and she knows how to bring you in and kind of weave you into the conversation, or if she knows this person has an interest that's similar to yours, she kind of steers the conversation that way so you can then engage with that person, then it's great. But if she's the person that don't know how to do that shit and you stuck in the corner with your hands in your hoodie, looking like some type of thug security guard, then it's like, <laughs> then it's just an awkward, long-ass evening. See, and that's why, like you said, she's supposed to introduce so you could, because at that moment, you take it upon yourself like, hey, I'm here to... I'm not here to impress or be the life of the party, but I'm here to, you know what I'm saying, make them comfortable with me. Like, hey, she's good with me. Y'all can even have fun. I could be a part of this family. Christmas is not, Christmas nor New Year's Eve is not the occasion for that. You do that on some dinner shit at, a, at maybe a kid's birthday. You know, that type, that's when you bring people in. At least that's how I always no, see, made it work in what my you're brain. saying, it's, it, it, it would make for a better social interaction under those, under those conditions. During the holidays. And also, age matters. So, if you're in that position when you're young, 18, 19, they're not ready for their relative to get in a serious relationship. So, a lot of those folks might be a little apprehensive. We can't get too comfortable around this nigga. She's young. She still needs to date and find herself. Now, if you having this interaction at 26, 27, 28, that family going to be abrasive as fuck. Hey, come in. Come eat some chicken with us. Like, come marry this girl. Get her out of our house. You know what I mean? I could tell you many uh, black women that would totally disagree with everything you just said. <laughs> what? A lot of a lot of these young girls believe like these moms ain't as embrace. Uh, they don't embrace like that. See, you happen to marry. You happen to marry a childhood friend. That don't happen to everybody. So you know some girls at age twenty six where their moms still apprehensive to the people they dating. Not the moms. I'm talking the other way around. I'm talking where the moms of the guys aren't as inviting and bring you into the family as they oh. could be. It's either one of two things. Either the moms is overprotective or the moms love you like a daughter. Say she do, but she love Nicole like a daughter. She love Erica like a daughter. She love Jessica like a daughter. <laughs> like all these people be in her house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't never had to deal with no shit like that. You have it, but girls have. That's why, like, that's why you're saying all that. And I'm sure it's girls like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. <laughs> well, I I am sorry for them. I've never had those issues. Parents always. <laughs> <love me. laughs> 
but I have been to like you got me here on this like big this is a fam like a big family event. And I, this is my first time meeting all your family. It ain't like I got to end with one of your family members. I'm here with all you. I didn't know none of these people before I got here. You know, at least if you know, like, the sister. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, cousin. This, yeah. Like, you know, if that's it. Miami is small, but sometimes you'll meet, you'll come across a girl who you really don't know her peoples like that. I don't even, I don't even got the one homeboy who randomly, you know, you got that one nigga from the city. He'd be like, hey, this my nigga. Hey, Frank, what's good? If you get one cosign, you straight. If you get multiple cosigns, you're gold. That's what it was in my case. I had I had all the key cosigns, so I was I was good. I it was never no worries. But when you ain't got no cosigns, that should be tough. Yeah, but that's why I say I just feel like it, you get yourself better situation for that instead of the nigga standing with his hands in his hoodie. As I said, been there, <laughs> watching everybody get gifts and shit. Like oh. That's cool. No, it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> flashbacks, huh? Fun times. Yeah, I said man. flashbacks, huh? Fun times. The funnest of times. Um, let's think of transition. So we done New Year's. Angela, Gabrielle. Bring in your uh, dating. <clears throat> okay, let me know when you're ready. Bring in your dating thing right now. <laughs> okay, I thought you were still looking at something. My bad. <laughs> no, no, no. That transition us from there. So the other day, I was on Twitter. Transition us was... better, bro. You, I know you got a better transition. Than you. I'm going to start challenging you. You got a better... We talking re- we talking relationships. No, you're right. I got something for you. All right, so we talking about cuffing season and shit and people, I guess, getting signed. Now, what are something that can get you to avoid a contract before you even before they even sign it? Like what are some that's automatic deal breakers? Deal breakers? Deal breakers for me, um, I'm very keen in your connection and your relationship with your family. Like that to me goes a long way. Um, and that you don't get to learn very quickly unless you ask, like you can ask questions in the first like meetups and stuff like that over the phone, text messages. Like you can ask certain questions just to see like how close you are with your, your mom, your dad, how, you know. Nieces, nephews, are you are you with you be around your cousins like that? Like I've because I'm a family oriented person. I have a smaller family, but I'm very family oriented. So I would want someone who is in the same vein. To me, that's a big for me. That's just off okay. the top. Because I mean, yeah, we could go with the loyalty, cheating, and all like I, you know that type. That shit's basic. But I'm talking like things that I think that would make us connect. Family, I think family is super important. Okay. So let's say you're out on a date with a girl, right? You're on a date. Y'all at a nice restaurant. Y'all, you spent a little money. I mean, it's South Florida. You can't go to a nice restaurant without spending a little money, right? And she tells you, okay, can I order a steak to go for, for my family, for my kids? My kids ain't eat today. Can you order a steak to go for my kids? 
would that raise any flags with you? Or since y'all out, y'all enjoy yourself, you'd be like, all right, cool, no problem. I'll, I'll feed the babes. Like, how would you respond to that? You out to dinner with me and your kids ain't ate? <laughs> Let me ask this question. You out to dinner with me eating up, eating up the, the, the garlic potatoes, steak. You maybe got a shrimp something, a lobster, salmon something. The South Florida is all possible, yes. You out here eating, we out here eating in luxury, but your kids ain't ate for the day? Nigga, that's the red flag. <laughs> like, fuck all it. Fuck you even asking me for, for, hey, could I buy it? Fuck no. Second, why the fuck are you asking me that? And you sitting here eating good. Your belly full. Your belly full. And your kids ain't ate for the day? Why are you out here with me? To get me to buy you know, a steak. <laughs> that's why you out here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a term for it. But yeah, you you probably saved this food in her phone. Probably ain't even saved as your name. And that's fine. That's fine. You could have saved yourself all the trouble and just ordered some Uber Eats. Could have. Because how your kids ain't ate all day. But that means she spends her own money. She want to spend yours. And maybe what if that was a test? She's looking at it as, is he sincere enough to see the situation my kids are in, and would he extend his heart to pay for a meal? Would she be wrong if she did that? Yes. Because why your kids ain't ate all day? Because <laughs> that could never be the excuse for me. Your kids ain't ate all day? You could have got you a... Domino's got a $5 box. Y'all could have figured that shit out. I'm going to be real with you. You can't be out here giving your kids Domino's $5 boxes and asking me to take you to Salt Bay's restaurant so you could order some gold leaf steak. I'm not... Here's my thing. I'm not even mad at that. How you feed your kids is how you feed your kids. Your kids... Because, you know, we used to eat bullshit, but we were still essentially healthy. You know what I'm saying? We used to eat bullshit sometimes. Moms It wasn't healthy. It was straight bullshit what we ate. <laughs> Outside of our parents' food? Like, yes. have you ever thought about the shit we ate off our ice cream we, truck? Nigga, fuck that. We went to school and ate Papa John's for four years straight. Every day. Same thing. Sausage pizza... And a soda, two dollars. I spent one fifty on the sausage pizza, fifty cent on the soda. If I wanted to get fancy, I'd pay sixty cent and get a Hawaiian punch. Okay, that's the type of shit that we was on. You know what I'm saying? I was eating horribly. Boy, if we ate that shit now, boy, we'd be we'd be we'd be dead in the bathroom. Oh, that shit would destroy my stomach. My God. Speaking of, so nigga made some pasta this week, right? <laughs> Sidebar, nigga made some pasta this week. Hella good. Made my own sauce. You know what I'm saying? It's I call it like a, it's like a, a a creamy chicken scampi type of thing because it, it's a it's wine based. You know what I'm saying? I, I I you know I brown my chicken, move it to the side, use that same thing. You know, turn it into a whole little base, add some wine to it. Like I did my thing. Put a now little ladies. mozzarella cheese in it. No, this ain't for the ladies. I'm just saying. Wait, listen. I'm just saying, now ladies, if y'all hearing this. Y'all see my dog know how to cook. So don't be thinking you're going to impress him by making some raggedy-ass shrimp scampi or shrimp alfredo. You got to step it up if you're going to cook for this man. You, you got to. You can't just buy the ragu, the ragu alfredo sauce and just throw it on some noodles. No, ma'am. Because I make my <laughs> sauce from scratch. <laughs> you, I called you and your... Remember I called you and your wife one time? You I was showed like, me. Hey. We saw it. We saw it. I yeah. was like, no, hey. It, the shit looked good. The shit looked... I remember. I was like, hey, wait, I'm going to be I get honest with cream? you. 
Now, if you had a couple of more chicken breasts in that pot, I'd have been like, yo, you know how you <laughs> ask for food without asking for food? Be like, damn, you got a lot right there. You need help with that? <laughs> That's me telling you, like, dog, I want a plate, but I'm not going to come out and say I want a plate. No, nah, because I'm not I had to big. count the chicken breasts like, uh, nah, he could eat all that. Fuck. Had that nigga had two more chicken breasts in that bitch, I'd have been like, dog, you can't eat all that. Let me help you. Because you live across the street. It ain't like I got to go far to get it. Show them. Show them. And I would have made your like, plate. <laughs> yeah, security gate acting up, so I ain't even got to call you. I could just pull hey, in hey, and just hey, knock hey. on your door. Hey, hey, hey. Don't, don't put us on blast. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm already mad. I pay enough money to stay in here and the security gate be broke half the time. But don't mean, don't tell the world. Our security gate. But see, our security gate be broken by idiots. Like, they be impatient as fuck and they just drive through this shit. It's like, nigga, wait. Wait the 10 seconds. Same shit. It's the same shit. That's why it's always broke. People, stupid. Oh, 100%. I've been saying that for years. But for her to be like, can you buy my kids some food on our first date? Nah, you wildin'. I'm sorry. And you know, this this harken back to the um, look at me, harken. New year, new word. This, <laughs> this, um, this just a call back to to the to the um McDonald's thing. No, ma'am. If I had to bring food for my kid, remember, I you know how I felt about that situation, but this is even worse because it's like I don't even have kids with you. This is worse. Why are you even would, out with me? And you, nah. your kid's not fed. I just, that don't make no sense to me. How would you end the date? That is key. I'm going to pay for our meal. Because I was already going to do that anyway. And I'm going to take you home. Do you want us to stop by McDonald's on the way so you can pick your kids up something to eat? Like I said, at least you offering to get them something. No, 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 no. You didn't let me re- listen to the phrase. Do you want me to stop by McDonald's so you can get your kids something to eat? I will drive. I will put us in the drive-thru, let you order it. When she say pull up to the second window, I'm going to pull up to the second window. And then I'm going to look dead at you like, okay, where's the money? I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that at all. But see, this is why on dates when y'all just starting to get to know each other, as some, I feel... That when you start to offer to pick them up, that's when you know, okay, there's a, a genuine connection. We both like each other. We both are on the same plane. But before that, date one, date two, maybe date three. Can you nah, meet me up. there? Hey, no, nah, let's link up over at the um at the Starbucks. Yeah, because yeah. worst case scenario, you want to get your son a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You could meet me at a nice restaurant, cool. But just in case shit go left, I'm not trying to have a long, awkward ride home with you. Like, take your crazy ass on or check your stupid ass on. Whatever other adjective I want to put on that shit. But I ain't trying to be in a car with you. Now, if it's after we realize, like, hey, you know what? I actually like this person. This person really cool. Then, and they ain't got no kids or no crazy baby dad or ex-boyfriend. Then it's like, all right, I could pick you up. But I ain't just picking you up off the rip. Hell no. Mm, see, I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. See, if I was a different type of dude, like this woman alleges that Drake is, I'd fly you out. <laughs> Let me tell you, if I made enough money, I might fly you. That might be the time. And even then, I'm going to put you up in a hotel. I don't want you to stay here. <laughs> see, because you got it like that. It, it, the, you know proximity is, a, like, see, when you can afford, and then 
You put up in a nice hotel because she's not even realizing that, oh, this nigga's keeping me at a distance. But at the same time, she in a rich. She happy. She get breakfast right. in the morning. She good. Nah, cause I'm pulling up at the I'm pulling up in the Ritz through the back entrance. Cause I got money like that. I got connections like that. I'm gonna take care of what I gotta take care of, so I can get up there, knock you down, come home, live your best life. Maybe shoot you a little thousand dollars. You know, go get you something to eat. Whatever. I'm only gonna see you that day. Maybe one more time if it's good. You know what I'm saying? And the way Drake probably do it, he probably pick a, a hotel that got a lot of nice restaurants and gift shops and shit. Probably something like the Fountain Blue, right? Everything she do, hey, just tell them charge her to the room. They charge it to the room after that. It's a it's a business expense. I'm not paying for none of that shit. OVO pays for it all. Yeah, my name ain't on shit. That was an artist I was looking into. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man, you gotta do what you gotta do. But now, nah, man, for for those who don't know, there's a woman who who went to TikTok and she posted a talked about this whole story and everything. She says that she was she posted on her story that she was twerking. And everything, and she, because you know, if you if you if you tag somebody on there, you can make it extremely small if you keep just shrinking it and minimizing and minimizing and minimizing. So she says she tagged Drake, and it's like really, really like all the champagne poppy, really, really small in the picture. And the only person that would have known that he was tagged was him. This is what she claims. Um, so she claims that Drake saw it because she Drake saw it and and he hit her up in the DMs and they were texting and all that. Do you know how wild it? Do you know how many times Drake get tagged in a post? So I'm supposed to believe that Drake is sitting at the crib on his Instagram, fl- scrolling through all the posts he was tagged in and saw yours of you twerking. Yeah, I would think somebody of his status keeps that notification off and probably don't even check their mentions. <laughs> it ain't even that serious. He get Google alerts and the right people will tell him what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They be like, yo, make it good talking about you today. Hey, chill out, bro. What's your problem? <laughs> this is a callback, man. It's a you joke. <laughs> no, it's no, a no. Joke. But why she got to be talking about Drake, bro? Chill. It's a joke. It's, that's the topic. We was talking about Drake and it was a callback. I thought it'd be cool. Yeah, you thought. Hey, dog. <laughs> hey, I already told you I'm embracing being the villain this year. <laughs> I said it on Twitter and I'm going to say it on here. I am embracing being the villain this year. I'm trying not to be the date. I'm working real hard. <laughs> I ain't say like nothing about you. Like the game your... say, it's a full-time job not to kill niggas. I get it. Every day, bro. <laughs> nigga, on my job every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> working on myself. Anyway, she alleged he flew her out, that she had to sign an NDA before she walked in the house. And right then and there, I was like, mm, story shaky. <laughs> story shaky a little bit. Because she claims... She... She claims she's she signed her NDA. She read it. She read the document and she knows that she could tell us this and it's not in violation of the NDA. Everything that she says after this part of the story seems like violation of an NDA. <laughs> All right. So she says at one point they they sitting on the couch, whatever. He rubs her stomach and he asks her, do you want to have kids? I ain't never, never in my whole goddamn life rubbed a girl's stomach and asked her, do she want to have kids? Especially if I just met her. Sorry for the weird pause there. Now, be honest with me. On a dime scale, what was she? Did you see her? 
Nah. First of all, I'm, I had to take her down three points because she had a pop point ceiling. So she had a pop point me, ceiling. Drake is flying out women with a popcorn ceiling? And she, I was listening to the read and they were talking about her and they were like, and her her, her eyeballs could have flew out of her eyes because of her, because she had them, she had them, I don't mind girls with eyelashes. I actually like when my, when, when my ladies have eyelashes. I think you look very, it accentuates your eyes and all that. But when you have Absolutely. the extremely long ones and you don't got like a full face of makeup, sorry, sorry, I grew up with a makeup artist. I'm so distracted by your eyes bumping up and down. It's like, yo, I feel like your eyeball about to fall out your head. Like, I, like you don't feel the wind? You don't feel all that wind every time you blink? She not cute. She not cute. It's a way to do it where it looks good. We've seen the women Drake deal. That's why certain women, when they come out talking about, oh, a celebrity man said this, this, and this, depending on how good looking you are, what also serves to how believable you are. If you're on par with... Okay, let's take it back a little bit. When that girl said Usher gave her gonorrhea, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't inclined to believe her. I ain't never seen Usher date a girl that looked like that. Now, if it was... I don't put it past... I don't, look, look, here, I'm going <laughs> to ask you personal. I'm going to ask you a personal question. You don't got some in your... You don't got some in your, your, your history where you like... I know if you, if anybody said that you fucked me, they wouldn't believe you. <laughs> like, you don't got none of your history like that? All I'm gonna <laughs> I plead the fifth. Every, every nigga done, every nigga done lied on their dick like that. I'm not talking about lying on your dick about who was you swear you fucked and you never did. Every nigga's acted like, fuck who? <laughs> I, I go to my grave with that one. That skeleton gonna stay in the closet. Dead way in the burnt. back of that motherfucker. <laughs> that shit ashes. I spread that shit already. You can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> See him in public. Don't say shit. Nope. Never seen you. <laughs> Didn't see you. And even if you hit me up later, I'm be like, oh, oh, you saw me? My bad. I might have went to Jackson with Adam Powder, maybe. I don't know. I don't know her. Like, I never talked to her. Might have went to the same school. Know some of the same people. Like, she seemed familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, bro. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Just be honest, bro. I, I honestly, that's why I don't put it, I don't put well, anything past anybody. I understand where you're coming from. When you put it saying, like that. <laughs> all right. When you put it like that, I guess. I guess. I that put, took my argument Because <laughs> every nigga got, you got at least one. I got it. I'm not gonna lie. I probably got more than one. I ain't gonna. That's what I said. At least somebody caught you on the wrong time with a you up text, and you did some regrettable things that evening. And you cuddled with her. (laughs) 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 Oh man! So the girl tells the story. She like, this is when the story got funny to me. Ready? So she says, so we watch a movie, we drink at Casamigos, and y'all know Casamigos bring out the Frico. <laughs> so you know we did what we did. I don't have to go into detail about it. <laughs> you already going into detail. This whole thing is you going into detail. By the way, so I don't got to go into detail. Everything about it. violated everything in the NDA for what? So I don't have to go into detail about it because it's self-explanatory. But he did not use protection, which was a little weird. But y'all know I'm just going with the flow. Here's my thing, though. 
It takes two people to fuck. If not, it's called masturbation. <laughs> but it takes two people to fuck. Just as much as you could have been like, uh-uh, what you doing? Hey, put on a condom. You could have done that. You very clearly could have done that. She goes on to say, things took a turn after they was having sex and they was laying in the bed. She was trying to record him, which seems like the dumbest thing to do if a nigga made you sign an NDA, but whatever. Record him sleeping? Record both of them in the bed together. So he slapped the phone out of her hand. <laughs> she said, after he had slapped the phone out of my hand, he was like, you got to go. I was like, just because I recorded you? Really? But I had posted that video on my Instagram. All the receipts are all on my Instagram. So I don't got time for y'all to be like, I'm lying and all of that. And this is the line that let me know she full of shit. Ready? Because what do I got to lie for? Oh, yeah, that's that's the dead giveaway right there. How you tried to get off what I got to lie for? You know how that's, I know that's a lie? You know how I know that's a lie? You know how I know it's a lie more than anything? Because that's how you lie. That's how, what I got to... And you know I'm lying because, watch, ready? Because I can say what I got to lie for, or I could be like... What I got to laugh for? It's the pitch. <laughs> your voice got to go up when you say it. That's like when you want your you friend to lie to you. When you want your friend to lie for you, you paint the scenario and they be like, am I lying? Nigga, that's your cue to say, no, he's not lying. I done laid it no, all out. Was no, I, I was, was at Moore Park with Marvin. Marvin, wasn't I at Moore Park with you? Am I lying? Nah, you was there. Nah, we, we there look ready. And this is my job as a friend <laughs> to hit on with the add-ons. Yeah, because we hooped first. We stopped and we went and got we went and got two sub sandwiches. After that, we went back to the park, sat on the bleachers, and then we just walked back over here. What happened? There you go. That's everything we did right there. Because I know you got us to a certain point. It's my job to get us through how do we spend these next three hours? Because the three hours is what you were in trouble for. So let me yeah. spread out these next three hours. <laughs> we did this. We did that. We walked. We decided... Instead of driving there, it was five. It was a five minute drive, but we decided to take the twenty minute walk just because we walked over there. Because you know we're still working out. Walk got two subs and we sat down and ate, got sofritas and all of that. We chilled and then we walked back. You know what I'm saying? Sat at Moore Park, sat at the bleachers. You know what I'm saying? We saw track practice getting ready to start, so we got ready to go ahead and get up out of there. And then we walked home. There you go. Cause see, if I tried to fill in with details, I'm a stumble and I'm a trap myself. But if I just say I was chilling with Marvin and let you paint the details, she's not going to grill you on the details. At that point, she's just going to be like, mm, okay. She's going to feel that I'm lying, but she ain't going to have proof. And, and that's, that's where I'm going to be the friend. I'm going to be the friend that says, because honestly, it's, it's me telling you what I got to laugh for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what I got to laugh for. Here's my thing. Do you know how many how many girls claim they fuck Drake? I'm sure plenty of hoes claim they fuck Drake. At least 42. A day. Who claim they fuck Drake? And Drake don't say shit. It's so many wild stories about things Drake has done and da-da-da-da-da. And Drake never respond to shit. This is the same dude that... uh. That was accused of putting hot sauce in the condom because the girl took it out the trash trying to use it. She burned herself like a dummy. Like a dummy. With that Frank's red hot. Burned herself. And guess what? Through that whole time, Drake ain't say shit. 
He probably laughed about it when he read it. No, he did put an Instagram video of him laughing about it, didn't he? No, no, you could say that's oh, okay. a that's a a different that was one. for Kanye. That was for Kanye when he was laughing in the car. When Kanye put his, his address out there. Drake never say shit about the, about that type of stuff. If you don't say no. it in the verse, he's not gonna talk about it. True. This nigga went to Instagram live. Not not Instagram. This nigga, he put in his stories quick. This nigga said, never met, never spoke, never flew. I hope people start doing more with the one life we are given. Shit is sad out here. I don't know, man. Now that kind of made me believe her a little more. Because it's always the ones you really don't want people to know you fuck with. Them the ones you refute the hardest. Nah. Because guess what? The ones I'm talking about with you and me, we ain't never brought them up. Because when I drove home, I was already ashamed, took a shower, and I let that day go. <laughs> That's one of them showers where you stand up under the water and you just let the water drain over your face. And you hear that song. You remember when Queen Latifah died and set it off? And you hear that, day after day, <laughs> seems like I push up. Like, like that's one of them. You're like, ashamed hey. of yourself. That is that is pure shame is what you're feeling in that moment. This don't feel like shame. This was like, hey, y'all don't get it twisted. Y'all know my caliber. <laughs> Friendly reminder. That ain't it. But for Drake to come out of his, for him to come out of his mouth though and tell and say he, bro, I ain't. She got a couple days on the blogs. Congratulations, you got exactly what you wanted. You got I get maybe you probably got like six or seven thousand more followers. Congratulations. Or he's probably like, oh, this lie went long enough. Because usually with with Drake, it's probably the shit probably lasts like forty eight hours. With this young lady, this shit was going on for damn near a week or so. It was two days. Felt like <laughs> the fact week. that he did it that quick. Let me know, like. He was just tired of hearing about it. Real quick, um, the last time y'all heard us, it was prior to the Tory, uh, the Tory trial before it concluded. So y'all didn't hear, you know, our opinions on it concluding. At this point, we all know that he was convicted of firing a firearm. Please understand, he was not convicted of shooting Meg. A lot of people are bringing her into this. She was she was a victim, but that's not what he was on trial for. See, the thing, the thing with that, I think what was done, I don't know who orchestrated it. Well, somebody was a part of making sure, like, the charges weren't overly publicized. Because if you look at the charges, how 50 said? I know that nigga for a long time. Whatever they say he did, he did that shit. He guilty as fuck. Guilty as fuck. Because <laughs> if we had heard it... Being in possession of a firearm discharging a firearm and it was one more it was it was being the possession assault of a charge. firearm the assault he did all that shit see assault can be a threat with a gun okay tories we were all getting getting all of our all of our news from bloggers or or people who used to be lawyers who were trying to be media personalities and like, biased we getting, sources a bunch of biased sources. But if you read the charges, his lawyers did a terrible job in this trial. The, 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 the judge wasn't even going to allow uh, Kelsey's 80-minute video to be played in the court. It was his lawyers that introduced the 80. They referenced it. So it once they referenced it, it gave the prosecutors chances to introduce it to 
evidence. That's they one. They did that. The second Two. thing, their own witness that they brought in, the guy who who said that he saw her saw him fire off the gun in the air to to like he he claims that Kelsey shot some bullets and then that he cleared out the gun or whatever by his own claims. He's on probation. He's not supposed to have a gun. Right. Let alone firing it in public. Yeah, whether it's his gun or not, it's possession of the weapon. You have it in your hand. You shooting it, so you fired it. Boom. It's in her direction. All the charges in his own witness were laid out right there. Guilty. Guilty as charged. There it is. But apparently, Rock Nation put that together. Right. And even now, long after it was said and done, people are still caping for a Tory. Literally, just yesterday, Ebro, um, y'all know Ebro, he's one of the, he's, he works for Hot 97, he's a, a personality there. In he New tweets York. out, in New York, he tweets out something along the lines of, Megan didn't have a bullet in her foot, she had bullet fragments, which tells me he wasn't shooting directly at her. And then he goes along to say, he has, he had, he, he can't find himself to hope for another black man to go to prison. And normally, I don't respond to whenever celebrities post out their opinions like that, but I had to say something. I'm like, dude, whether his intentions were to shoot her or not is irrelevant. The fact is, he pointed a weapon in her general direction and he fired. She got hit. That's one. Two, this man has a history of violence and he was convicted of the crimes that he was charged with. Why the fuck do y'all have such a hard time seeing him go to jail? He did this to himself. Ain't nobody do this to him. Meg never pressed charges on this man. Why the fuck y'all keep making this a black man versus black woman thing? He fucked himself up. And let me tell you, if if I shoot in your direction, Frank, like you said, if I shoot in your direction, and even if it ricochets and hits you, Frank, I shot you. Exactly. You're not going to see it no other way. You're not going to see it any other way than Marvin shot me. Anybody with half a brain, that's what it is. You shot the gun, the projectile hit me. You shot me. Whether you were aiming and intended to hit me, or whether you were shooting in my general direction to scare me, is all irrelevant. Point is, you shot, whatever you shot out, that gun hit me, you shot me. Simple as that. Hearing Ebro... There was a t- the tail end of that of that tweet. What was it? That he can't find himself to hope for a black man to go to prison. Here, I'm going to say this, and I stand on this. You, I talk about the whole prison reform. I think it definitely, the, the, the prison industrial, like, it's, it's it, like I said, we talked about it the last time. We're like, you took tests back in third grade so that they could know how many prisons they needed to build because it's, it's a pipeline that they built for us. <laughs> From yes. third grade, they're building pipelines for us to end up in prison and then keep us in prison because it makes more money to keep us in prison. That's why we are, what, 80% of the incarcerated people in prison in America? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, you know what I'm saying? Right? So I hear you are not wanting somebody to go to jail, another black man to go to jail, not wishing that on anybody. But if you do shit to deserve to go to jail... Ain't shit I could do about that. I don't, I don't think anybody was rooting for Tory to go to jail. There may have been people rooting for 
him to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Because let me tell you, if I was facing 22, 27, however many years, there's no fucking way I would have been out here doing, still doing all the shit he was doing. Taunting Meg on, 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 on social media, making whole albums about her, um, fighting August Alcina when it's clear video that you went after that fight. You went, like, the, the nigga had left and you turned around. It went like, you happened to get into a scuffle. You went after him to get into a scuffle and then you got to know the niggas around you ain't really protecting you because they shouldn't have never allowed that. You facing charges. You shouldn't even put your hands on him. But that's how you know people around you not loving you the way you need to be loved. And I hate that. Like, I really do. I, I, don't, I don't wish nothing on anybody. But Frank tells me all the time, you play stupid game, you win stupid prizes. He played the dumbest game of them all. I have nothing to give in that situation. And I'm coming, I'm coming at this as a person who is a fan, avid fan of Tory Lanez. Fuck with the chicks tapes. One, two, and three. He had a song on there that I fuck with because, you know, Karuchi is a, is a girlfriend in my head. And he had a song literally dedicated just to Karuchi. He's a talented artist. He just makes Fucking stupid... for sure. He just makes stupid life decisions. And I don't get the support for those ill-made decisions. Like, if somebody fuck up, it's okay to say, yo, you fucked up, and this is the consequences of your fuck up. What I don't get is somebody fucking up, and it's like... Well, even though he fuck up, he shouldn't face any consequences because he's a black man. And I hate when people say, okay, well, what if that was your daughter or whatever? No, you shouldn't have to say, what if this was your daughter, your sister, your mother? Nigga, you should be able to discern that, nah, that was fucked up what he did to another person and let that be that. I shouldn't have to tie it to somebody personal who I have biased feelings for. I think a lot of this conversation very early on was it turned into <laughs> we have a thing about supporting black women because people people there is the conversation of you know believe black women right right and then you have you always have the naysayer who's like oh but you know remember that one time the girl lied on Chris Brown, which is true, by the way. It was found that she literally lied on him because she was like, oh, I just said that because I wanted you to come and fuck. You accused me of rape because you wanted me to come and fuck? The shit didn't even add up. Luckily, Chris had receipts. Thank God for that. He's had his own issues, but he doing the best keep his nose clean. I hope it stay that way. I know as soon as I say this, Chris gonna do some dumb shit before I could even post the episode, and I pray that he don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna knock on wood for you. I'm gonna knock on you wood know what for saying? you. But... I'm all about letting people live and grow. I'm for that. At a certain point, I, I got to let you... I, sometimes you got to let a nigga cook. Like, this is what you want to do. This is the bed you making. I'm going to have to let you lay in it. Because nobody that wanted you to do... Nobody wanted you to go there. Meg, why would she lie about it when she was the main one trying to protect them by... She wasn't going to press charges. She was sitting there getting surgery on her foot. She was trying not to press charges, trying to move on. On the boat... You know what I'm saying? After the bullet fragments had gotten out of her, like on the boat, I think it was like a week or two later, you know what I'm saying? Twerking on the boat. And y'all were like, oh, I had a brother who got shot in the foot and and there's no way that she that she could be dancing on a boat because I'm a podiatrist now because I had a brother who got, got shot in the foot once. And now I know it's too many bones in the foot. She can't be twerking on the boat. Like she couldn't have got shot, bro. <laughs> I've seen those. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... That shit is weird to me. Why are we going? We 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 creating so many scenarios 
Instead of just being like, this black woman said this happened to her. And she gets she would win nothing out of it if she's lying. Nothing she could have said would have made sense if she was lying. I know a lot of people that cape for that man from Chicago. And I get it. He made a lot of music you connect to. Sure. Greatest R&B singer of all time. Sure. Whatever. Yeah, he's speaking but about what? the other man from Chicago, not Kanye, by the way. <laughs> but what the fuck has Tory done to make y'all cape for him this hard? He's on the other side of the table of a woman they think is too overly sexual. And that's what they were trying to make it about. There's a lot of that. Whenever really? women's open about her sexuality, whenever a woman's comfortable in her sexuality, we got it. A lot of America and even our own people try to tell you down, which is wild to me, but it happens. Man, I must really be under a rock because I don't even think what Meg is doing and that is that crazy. If you remember, the first thing that came out in that situation, in that story, the first thing that came out was we found out she had all the niggas she had fucked in that in that recent time. We 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 heard all the names, all the niggas, her and Kelsey had, because she had she was every nigga Kelsey was fucking, she was fucked. Like that's how they were trying to paint the story. It became about defame her, you know, she's she's a hoe, so she gotta be lying. You know what I'm saying? You're right. That was the defense from the from the jump. Which now, is did she foul. lie? Did she lie about fucking Tory Lanez? Yes. On that interview with uh, Robin Roberts, but I get it. I don't blame her. If I was if I was on her PR team, I would I would advise that if she asked you that question, deny it or or dodge the nah. question. Nah. Because nah, had you... she said yes in that moment. That's what everything would have been around. Oh, she hurt because she ain't fucking him no more. And it's like, True. we don't want it to be that. She was in a win-lose situation. But right. it, because, because the situation was going to, it was all going to come out. And I, we, could, we could close this up. But because it was all going to come out eventually anyway, because somebody was bound to ask you that in court, you were going to be a liar, which doesn't help your case in the long run. You see what I'm saying? Even though it wasn't her case to win, but it didn't help her her... Her stance is, this happened to me. Yeah. Right. She was damned if she do, damned if she didn't. I would much rather you lie in court when it really, I mean, tell the truth in court when it really matters. Oh, I was about to say. Versus, <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm sorry. I had to fix that. I, I'd rather you tell the truth in court when it really matters versus you telling the truth to Robin Roberts who can only fuel the flames of these blogs and shit that want to slander you. I hear you, but prayers to her. I'm glad... We haven't heard shit from her since. I want her to go somewhere, be quiet, go get loved on by 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 your close, by by your loved ones. Like, please just go get yourself back right. Cause this, I'm sure that shit was a lot for her. I'm sure it was a lot for the family. Like, it's over. Tory, I hope he has his, he still has sentencing to deal with. I hope his family can like let's 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 hush. He still gotta be sentenced. Don't let them make a make an example out of him. You know what I'm saying? But that goose might already be cooked. And he did it to himself. I don't feel bad for him. So for this year, me and Marvin going to do something a little different. Instead of introducing the old school and new vibe of the week, every week we're going to have a different theme of music that moves us. So since this is our first... Us. Not moves us. I thought it, the theme was you were going to come up with... No, no. When I say moves, it's just... It, it makes us feel something. Whether it's dance, whether it's sad, whatever. It's just... Whatever theme. the scenario you... Whatever, whatever the whatever scenario. The so, Right. So this week, since we're starting off the new year, we the theme is music that is motivational. So what's your best motivational song? What's the best song that helps you get your day started or get your year started? 
So for me, my best motivational song is Big Crit, Rise and Shine from the return. It's off the Return of Forever album. Rise and Shine. New Oh, early morning, kind of sleepy, still yawning, log on it, die toning, but up a phoning for a blessing. Will you help me? Get my ass up out the bed and go. God love me cause he said it so. Don't look away cause I beg for more than I ever, ever had. Praying for the future, but I'm dealing with the past. Mama say I worry cause I'm doing like my dad. Of the sun, oh, and big mama pass. Time travel fast. Something you shall find. Don't wake from your slumber. Open up your blinds. You gotta get all get out and get something. Why rest when that line that he has, the latest I could be is on time. When this album came out, that was my motto. When it came to how I approached it, when it came to me. Either showing up for class, showing up for a job, it was like just had to be on my shit. So that's one of the songs that really puts me in go mode. I'm with you what about on that, and I, I always it's something about that line. No matter what, it's always gonna be that get up, get out, and get something. You know that's that that's that goodie mob. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's always gonna that's always gonna get me motivated. I shit, goodie mob should have been mine. I because I, that shit do do get me hyped. Like it do, like you know what? Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be on my, I'm gonna put my best foot forward today. I'm gonna get up, get out here, make, make, make something really shake for me. This, this, I'm, a, I'm gonna put my stamp on this day. There um, you go. But for me, my song is <clears throat> the song I feel gives me that energy, that that young upstart. Like sometimes I, I try to harken back. Bomb day again, harken. I try to. <laughs> I try to capture certain energy, certain energy like like when I felt most inspired, like I felt like the world was still my the world was my oyster, and it still is. But sometimes you lose that gusto, like you know what I'm saying. Like you lose that, like especially after like long, dreary weeks or long dreary like period of your life where like man, like shit just been whooping my ass. I I go and lean back to this song. Is from J. Cole. It's called A Dollar in a Dream 3. Off his uh his is his freshman project, Cold World, you know, a sign last story. Yeah. Yeah. Cold World. New Sims, Got a dollar in the train. That's all a nigga got so. If it's about that crane, then I'm all up in the spot. I got a dollar in the train. Just a dollar in the train. Cold, walk with a nigga. I give you my pain. So much on my mind, I wonder how it fit in my brain. Scattered thoughts, dark secrets lead me to a blacker heart. Life can't get any worse. Stevie with his glasses off, cause I still don't see hope. 
Looking for a quick fix when everyone I see is broke. Get, Get lost in weed smoke. Knowing it make it worse. Starts, Starts wrong uncontrollably. Barely trusting niggas over, over a decade. decade they've, they've been knowing me shit. Life at the bottom, nobody but God got him. They say he wouldn't leave me, yet I'm falling like it's autumn. Tell me, what do you do just when you on your last dollar? Now I feel you on this song. I mean, what's more? What drives you more than feeling like your back is against the wall and you don't and you have a sink or swim mentality? So all you got is a dollar in a dream. You're gonna make that shit work. That's you have that's no exactly other choice. You have no other choice. And and if it's about the money, like you said, if it's about the cream, then I'm all up in that spot. <laughs> like I I am there. If that's what it's about, I'm here. If it's about a dollar, I'm gonna make time for it. So we want to hear from y'all. Y'all chime in. Let us know what's y'all best motivational song. What song gets y'all going? What song that you gonna start off the year with? And next week's theme is gonna be features. Pick a song where you feel the feature completely outshine the original artist on the track. Ooh. All right. All right. I like that one. So, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. The podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table. And we just chopped it up. I'm your host, Marvin Young Saint, Charles Flex Xavier, Cuff Daddy, That Man Beyond, Dion Slanders, Petty Pendergrass, Him Tebow, and the man to the right of me can only be. The same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half F&D, so talk nice when you see me. I stay wildin'. I don't resort to violence. I'm more resort to violence. Check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. It's to be easy. Who else can I be? The F and F and D easy when half of this P-O-D-Z is frank and we just chopped it up. You can email us at the Samurai Professionals Podcast at gmail.com. Email us or hit us up on Instagram with any comments, questions, and topic suggestions. You can reach us at on social media platforms at the Samurai Pros. You can reach me personally on just about any social media platform at I Can Only Be Frank. Where can I find you, Mark? You can find me on all social media platforms at Marvin X Adams. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. Peace. Peace and love. <laughs>